Life by Divine with Sue DeMay fosters deep healing and profound awakenings as she guides you to hear, answer, and trust the highest calling of your heart. Your host and sacred guide is global impact visionary leader Sue DeMay, a best-selling author, international speaker, and gifted intuitive healer who challenges all of us to shift from life by default or even life by design to truly living life by divine. And now, here is Sue DeMay. Welcome. It's an honor to be here with you once again this week. And today's message is such a a scrumptious topic because there's so many people that come to me and ask, you know, how do you trust your intuition? How do I know it's my heart and not my head? How can I be sure that I'm following my intuition? And what I've come to realize in studying the idea of following your heart, leading with your heart, and trusting your intuition over the years, I've been doing this, I've been dedicating like at least two decades of my life being heart-led. And what I've discovered is that trusting your intuition is not what you think and not what we've been taught. And I noticed over the years of working with hundreds and hundreds of clients and and members is that most people believe they're trusting their intuition and they're not. And I've also noticed that a lot of people say they're trusting their intuition, but they're only doing it part-time. Leading with your heart is a full-time job and it's not easy in the beginning to do it full-time so most people start part-time. The interesting thing is we were born to trust our intuition. We were born intuitively guided and directed in every moment. As babies you can even look now at a baby or a young child and see that they're just following the feeling and the guidance from within. They're just intuitively moving from one thing to the other. They're very beautiful observers of life, very fully present, deeply curious, and wide open, wide open to anything. That's not how we are as adults. That programming, that natural, innate programming that we come in with gets changed. It's like that software gets deleted or filed away in the corner and a new software gets downloaded. And that new software teaches us not to trust our intuition. It teaches us to get out of our heart and into our head. The programming in the world teaches us to doubt, to fear, to worry, to be confused. Really, it causes confusion because intuition is not at the level of the mind. It's not what we think. It's not what we've been taught. It's not what we've been programmed to believe it is. 
So today I need you to set an intention to be wide open to anything and completely unattached to everything you have ever been taught around intuition. Because I'm going to blow your minds open and rock the foundation that you're standing on as we introduce the truth about intuition. I need you to be willing to give over everything you think you know and everything you think you don't know about intuition so that we can dive deep and explore the inner and outer workings of the programmed mind so that we can allow you to really drop deeply into trusting your intuition. Now, I know that is a big promise for a, a one-hour radio show today. My intention today is to plant new seeds of awareness, to shift your perspectives that you're currently holding around intuition and invite you to see new perspectives, ones that are more sustainable, ones that are more true, I want to invite you to go beyond the thinking mind and I'm going to invite you to have a feeling and a sense and experience of intuition within you. So are you willing to be open to anything? Say yes if you are. Are you willing to be attached to nothing? Say yes if you are. Are you open to explore and let go and release of everything that you think you know and everything you think you don't know about intuition in order to explore another level of truth and understanding around it? Say yes if you do. As we explore intuition from this perspective, in this short time, I'm going to give you as much as I can. And if you want to go deeper and you want to get in and underneath what it is for you, I'm going to share some different ideas of how you can do that toward the end. For now, I want you to imagine that you could close your eyes and take everything you think you know and everything you think you don't know and put it on a beautiful plate in front of you. Just put it in front of you on a beautiful plate. Let spirit, the God, God, the universe, whoever it is that you hold near and dear, let them hold it for you. Let go of everything you think you know, know and everything you think you don't know to create space in the mind for another perspective. Just be open. And then drop into a place of curiosity. I wonder what she will share. I wonder what Sue will say or share today. Then there's an invitation to take what resonates 
and let the rest go. So some of what I say will resonate deeply and create a deep understanding, or it may even resonate deeply and, and you won't understand it in your mind. That's okay too. Take what resonates. You have, I give you full permission to accept or reject anything I say. It's not about me being right or me being wrong. Take judgment out of the equation. What one person needs to hear is not necessarily what another needs to hear. So your intention is to take what you need to hear today and bring that into your heart, allowing your heart to lead you and guide you around it. So if you're willing to agree to that, just say yes. And then let's begin to drop inward and explore intuition. So take a moment to reflect on what you think you know about intuition. What have you been taught about intuition? Trusting your gut, trusting your heart. Is it a feeling? Is it a process in your mind? Do you think about it? What has, what and how has intuition showed up for you up until this moment? And you may even feel guided to write some of this down. As we explore your ideas and thoughts and beliefs around intuition. Intuition, the interesting thing is, we're programmed to think about things. We're programmed to analyze. We're programmed to weigh the pros and cons. We're taught to get in our heads and think about our decisions before we make them. We're taught to, even if, even if we have an intuitive knowing or a sense of something, we're still taught to go into the mind and have some mental process around it. That's the programming. That's what we're taught about intuition in the world. What if that process is actually the biggest interference and the biggest detour and waste of time and energy? What if there was more of a fast track, streamlined way of trusting our intuition that didn't involve that added process of going up into the head and creating an understanding or, you know, making sure that the head is in alignment with the heart. So that's one myth is that when we have kind of intuition or when we, when we trust our intuition, that we need the mind to come along for the ride, that we, we need to be we need to make sure that in our head it, it makes sense or that it that it's good choice or that it's the right thing to do. But the truth is following our heart is not a logical process. And in fact, there's times where I'm guided to do something and I have no idea why. I have no understanding, but I, I've come to really deeply trust and know that my heart is always leading and serving everyone, including me, that I make decisions 
to follow the heart even when the mind is not in alignment, even when it doesn't make sense, and especially if it doesn't make sense to others. This is another thing we're taught, is that when we follow our heart or when we trust our intuition, we are taught to run it by other people. And the challenge is most other people are not intuitive and most other people are not following their heart full time or they're not following their heart without that head process. So when we get to the point where we're asking other people and going, this is what I'm feeling, what do you get? And they're like, well, let's think about that or let's analyze that. That's the process. They may not use those words, but that's where they go. I don't know if it was me, I would do this. Well, I don't know. I'm a, I, that doesn't, I don't know. That kind of makes me, I, I don't know if that's right for you. So we shift into the analyzing understanding of the choice. But the choice again to follow the heart is not logical. So there's intuition, an intuitive knowing. And that knowing is not, is, is, has been, let's say this way, that knowing has been confused for knowledge. That knowing in the heart, that intuitive knowing that goes beyond the logical mind has been confused for knowledge. So we take the knowing, the intuition, and we bring it into the mind to create an understanding. That's a completely counterintuitive. That's not how the intuition works. The challenge is, is that we're taught to distrust. We're taught to be suspicious. We're taught to be cautious. We're programmed for fear. Fear-based thinking. That's our minds. It's all programmed in fear. So when we, we start to unwind that fear-based programming and we align with the intuitive knowing in our heart, we can actually soften the mind and start to make decisions that don't need to be analyzed or filtered through the mind because they're all being filtered through fear. They're all being filtered through fear when our fear-based mind is still stuck in that old programming. And that's the human nature. That's the human programming. It's everywhere. We're surrounded by fear. And even our parents, well-meaning, they may love you and, and be well-meaning, but when you were children, even words like, oh, be careful, watch out, don't fall, that's all fear-based programming. And if you're wanting to stop and smell the flowers and they're saying, come on, let's go, we don't have time for that, the fear is we're out of time. We're going to run out of time or we're going to be late. It's all fear-based. And, and again, all well-meaning, all part of the, the programming and the habits and the language we use as a human species. And the nature of the way we've created our lives and scheduled our lives. It feeds fear. All of it does. So intuition is not what you think. It has nothing to do with the thoughts in our minds. 
It has to do with the feeling in our heart and our guts. Uh, there's often, you can find information, you could Google search the, the second brain, the, the digestion is the second brain. There's a real intuitive knowing that comes when we tune into our digestion and that feeling. And it's mostly in the solar plexus, which is the third chakra, and the heart space, which is the fourth chakra, these energy centers. When we tune into those spaces and we feel into what we're meant to do, when we're meant to do it, how we're meant to do it, the guidance comes in through us, not from our heads. And it's interesting because intuition will sometimes come in the way of a thought or vision or memory, and we think it's in our head. But really, the source is the heart. Intuition comes from within, not from the head. And our heart is our bridge to our higher self, to God, to source, to the universe. And what we're tapping into is a universal knowing, a knowing that goes beyond our thinking mind, a knowing that goes beyond our limitations and perceptions that can we can possibly witness and see and understand at this level of our human experience. Intuition is a knowing that goes beyond what we think we know. So it defies all logic and reason. There's times where I'm guided to do something and in my head I'm like, I can't believe I'm doing this. But I know in my heart that that's what it is. It's just a knowing. For the longest time, I didn't trust that knowing. I was taught to distrust it. I actually was afraid of it. I was more afraid of my intuition and my, my intuitive gift. I was more afraid of that than, than fear itself. I was more afraid of my light than I was my darkness because I learned to trust my darkness. It was familiar. It was accepted. Pain and suffering was accepted in the world. It was all I saw. It was, it was, it was everywhere around me and, and what I felt within me because I could feel and sense everybody's emotions and physical sensations in my body as if they were my own. So I witnessed and experienced a world of pain and suffering on such a deep felt level in my body that my mind created this whole understanding that darkness, pain, and suffering are normal, and that's just our nature, and it's not. It's not our true nature. It's not the truth of who we are. So my disconnect from my intuition was extreme, and my fear of my intuition became my biggest terror. I was terrified of it. My light was my biggest fear. I ran from it for a long time. I actually had this one recurring dream where I would literally, I felt like something was chasing me and I was running for my life. And I'd always wake up in the dream and, and discover that I didn't even know what I was chasing me, but I always got caught and I was terrified. I could hardly breathe when I woke up. 
And it wasn't until I was older and receiving a yoga therapy session that I, I turned to finally face what I was running from. And I started laughing because there was nothing there. I was running my whole life from nothing. And then I got really sad and these tears just streamed down my cheeks because I realized I was running from my power. I was running from that gift. I was running from my intuition. I was terrified of it. I wasn't born that way. I learned that. I was taught that. I was programmed to fear it. We all are. And we have different levels of, and different degrees of fear around it. But every time you stop and tune in and ask for your intuition or your heart to lead you, the moment you go into the question mark in the mind, the moment you go into doubt and go, okay, is that really it? In that moment, you're instantly in fear. We're, we're, we're taught to go from intuition to, to our heads and analyze and figure it out and go, okay, is that really what I want to do? Or is that, am I willing to do that? Am I afraid to do that? Do I have enough courage to do that? And what I want to encourage you to do is come back to the true innate wisdom that comes from intuition, which doesn't need the mind. We've basically been taught to put the mind in the driver's seat and put our intuition in the passenger seat or even in the back seat. And for some people, it's in the trunk. They're not even like willing to look at it or hear it or sense or know it. We're intuitive beings. We're meant to lead with our heart. We're meant to lead intuitively, not intellectually. Now, there's nothing wrong with intelligence. There's nothing wrong with intellect, but it's so limited. Even if it's expansive, even if we're talking about the smartest person in the world, it's still limited compared to the knowing at the level of the heart. Because remembering our heart is our bridge to our higher self. The heart gives us intuition and guidance and insight and wisdom that goes beyond this physical world or this physical perspective, this human perspective, and it, and it allows us to tap into our divinity. That's living life by divine. Letting that beautiful divine source and force move through us and work through us and guide us. So it's about embracing our humanness and embodying our divinity. It's a beautiful marriage of the two. It's not about just being human or transcending your humanness and becoming, you know, an enlightened guru or master or, or enlightened being. It's, it's not that. It's about both. Otherwise, you wouldn't be here as a human being. It's about embracing your humanness and embodying your divinity. That's living oneness. That's living enlightenment. That's awakening. Anybody can go and live in a cave and be enlightened and not have triggers that, that affect them or impact them. 
Not, nothing, life is not bumping in to any of your leftovers. So you don't get into your head. You don't get emotionally triggered by anything. That's not true awakening. We're not meant to live in caves. We're meant to have interactions. We're meant to, to be here now with each other in community, supporting each other, helping each other see what is actually left over. And what's left over, those, those emotional triggers and those leftovers are, are actually what is blocking you from being an intuitive being again, to remembering to trust your intuition first and foremost, to lead from that place, to lead with the heart, to trust the heart beyond logic and reason, beyond the mind, to trust and know that when you operate from that place, when you trust your intuition and lead from that place, you are serving everyone, everywhere, all together, all at once. That is being of highest service in the world. When you are in alignment with your heart, when you are choosing spirit, your inner spirit as your teacher, the teacher of love, that's the bridge. That's the bridge that creates the connection between your humanness and your divinity. We all need that bridge. We all have that bridge. We all have access to that bridge. Most of us haven't walked over it. Most people don't even know there's a bridge. And those that are exploring the bridge often get hijacked by the ego mind. That fear-based programming. The teacher of fear is the ego. The teacher of love is our spirit. And our inner spirit knows what our path is and it guides us through our intuition it guides us through our heart directs us moment to moment like a recipe dropping in the guidance moment to moment everything is given everything is given so we're going to take a short break and what i'm going to invite you to do is to stay within as much as you can stay with your breath Stay in the heart space as much as you can and continue to be open and curious. And after the break, we're going to explore a little bit more. I'm going to go in a little bit deeper and I'm going to poke at the ego a little bit because the ego really, really doesn't want you to hear this message. And in fact, while I'm talking and as I go through the next part of this, the program and, and start to share a little bit more after the break, you might even actually feel that your ego wants to plug your ears and like, la, 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 I can't hear what you're saying. You might distract you and pull you in all these different directions. Suddenly you're like finding yourself doing emails and, and not really listening and not really tuning in. You can't do multitasking and be fully present, even though we're taught that we can. You need to focus on the task that's in front of you. And right now the task that is in front of you, the invitation is to really Listen deeply. Listen with your inner ear. That's your intuitive ear. Don't listen with your regular ears. Don't listen with your head. Listen from that place of your intuitive heart. Listen with your inner ear and 
feel into the resonance of what I'm saying. Feel into the truth of the words that land for you. You don't have to take on everything. You don't have to believe everything. But you don't have to disprove or disbelieve everything. It's not, again, about right and wrong. It's about being wide open just to listen. Just listen. Take what resonates. Plunk it in your heart. Invite it in there. Try it on. Feel into it. And I'm not saying that you won't go into your head to create an understanding. That's one of my gifts is actually to work with people really deeply and clear the energy and the density and the leftovers and the trauma and unwind and release all these complex layers, kind of unravel all these things, unwind the mind, unwind these pieces, because I'm also able to give an understanding as I'm working energetically, as I'm working behind the scenes and moving all of this leftovers, I'm actually able to create an understanding in the mind. And when we create an understanding at the level of the mind, the mind can actually soften. And at the same time, we're removing that point of weakness. We're removing that shadow of doubt that the ego loves to use and take us on little tangents and bring us down these wormholes of fear and worry and uncertainty and doubt. So as we go into the break, stay with me. Don't let your ego distract you because your ego really, really, really doesn't want you to know this information and will really, really, really do anything and everything to keep you believing what you've been believing so far and everything you've been taught about intuition is not what you think. It's not the truth. There's pieces of it that's true and then there's ego infused and fear-based and doubt-based programming that's all caught up in it. And we need to unravel all of that in order to align fully and truly and clear your intuitive channel. So we're going to take a short break. And when I come back, we're going to continue to dive in deep. one-of-a-kind sacred transformational experience that is infused with high vibrational healing energy and personalized guidance and insight. Receive a one-on-one live private intuitive healing experience with Sue as she follows her guidance and delivers exactly what you need in the moment, leaving a lasting imprint. During this private healing experience, Sue draws on a multitude of gifts, skills, channeled healing, coaching, and mind-body-soul insights, a divinely downloaded transmission specifically for you. Whether you have questions about your health, relationships, career, or wish to receive a message from a loved one who passed, or you need a soul retrieval, or support clearing a block or a blind spot, this one-on-one private intuitive healing experience with Sue will transform you. To learn more and to book a divine appointment with Sue, visit heartledliving.com forward slash intuitive healing. Welcome back. You're listening to Life by Divine, and I am your host, Sue Dumay. We've been diving deep into the idea and the thoughts and the programming and everything we think we know about intuition. 
and I've been kind of blowing away some of the teachings, some of the understandings about intuition so that we can create more of an opening to embrace the new ideas, a new perspective, a new understanding of intuition. As we go through this next little piece, if you haven't listened to the first part of the show, I definitely would recommend you go back and listen to the replay. And while you're there on the podcast platforms, make sure you subscribe so that you get notice of new episodes that are posted. And of course, you're always welcome to join me where I'm now on the time slot at 9 a.m. Pacific on Tuesdays. I'm excited to be in your ears and in your hearts earlier on in the day to inspire you to start your day off with the energy of love and insight and intuition and guidance to live your life by divine, starting from the moment you wake up in the morning to the moment you go to bed and all through the night. So let's go back into intuition, the whole idea of intuition. What is it? What do we need to know? What do we really need to know about it? All we need to know about it is, is, is a level of understanding at the mind that allows our mind to calm and accept and say yes to follow and to allow the intuition to lead. So I mentioned before the break that often our ego is in the driver's seat. And our intuition or our heart is in the passenger seat or the back seat or in the trunk for some people. What if we gave permission for our heart to take its rightful position, which is the driver's seat? Our heart is actually meant to lead. Intuitively, that's how we're meant to live our life. Intuitively. You look back at way back in the caveman days that they just they used their intuition their gut instinct they they everything about it was was intuitive every moment of their day around food everything was was intuitive and you can still see this in tribes that are that are still immersed in in their culture without the influence of you know our traditional kind of not traditional but our our culture, our, our, our social culture, our programming, our all the, the internet and, and all of the outside influence. When you look at people that are still living within their beautiful environments that don't have this outside societal pressures and programming, they live very differently. They live very intuitively. Most times they're living more in a place of peace. They have less fear programming because it's less, or let, they're less inundated with it. So what if you just made a choice right now, if you closed your eyes and just imagined asking your ego, asking your head or your mind to take the passenger seat? And letting spirit, letting the heart come in the driver's seat. Just start there. What? Start there. See what happens. Be curious. Be open. 
Because right now we're taught to be attached to what our thoughts are about the guidance. Our, we're attached to what we think. And we need to let go of our attachment to the thinking mind. We need to let go. And in that, it's a little bit scary because there's a big risk there because we're taught by the by by the world and by the ego our own ego mind as well comes in here to hijack this as well and loves this idea we're taught to be afraid afraid to make the wrong decision we're afraid to be wrong but we're afraid to be right sometimes we're just afraid to follow without thinking about it without analyzing without making sure how would you feel if you were able to drop into that intuitive knowing without the presence of fear? What would that be like? Can you even imagine it? How would that feel? That's really our true nature. You are an intuitive being, not an intellectual being. And you may be intelligent, but we're not confusing knowledge in the head with the knowing in the heart because it's been confused for a long time that way. It's about trusting your intuition with or without the mind's cooperation. With or without your own mind's cooperation and definitely with or without other people's cooperation. Because other people will be happy to sprinkle their fear, their limitations, and their programming on you as you make intuitive decisions. I've had it many, many times. But I've come to really trust my intuition more than anything else. And I follow it. And I walk with blind faith. I have deep trust and I walk with blind faith in my intuition. And the beautiful thing about my gift is that I'm actually able to tune in for other people and help them feel the intangibility of their own intuition. I help them feel the intangible. I help them see the invisible and do the impossible. Because all of that is just a restriction in the mind and the programming. When we actually can go beyond the head and into the heart, when we can go beyond the, the need to know or understand it fully, and we deeply trust the intuition, that deep intuitive knowing, that deep feeling of intuition, it's a kinesthetic experience of, of the knowing. When I help my clients and my members and the light workers I work with, to come from that place, their lives expands, expand in ways they never could have imagined. Miracles happen on their path that they, they, they didn't even have in their radar because the mind is so limited. And the same thing has happened with me. It's like building a retreat healing sanctuary in Turks and Caicos. That wasn't on my radar but it's clearly guided. I'm allowing all of that to come through me and I'm, I'm 
giving myself permission to be the vehicle in which it comes through. That requires deep trust. And at this point, I'm, I'm in such a deep place of trust that the ego really doesn't come in very much. And if it does come in, it, it doesn't really have the hold it used to have, the stronghold it used to have. So how do we get to a place of really deeply trusting your intuition? How do you get out of your head and into your heart? How do you discern? Discernment is the most important practice that you can have. Discerning between head and heart. Discerning between true guidance and what you think is guidance. Two very different experiences. Discerning between what is your guidance and what is other people's opinions and advice. Discerning between what is programmed and all the limitations and what's being filtered through that versus what's the true guidance. Discernment is, will allow you to actually get clear about that. But we don't learn discernment at the level of the intuitive heart. We learn discernment at the level of the head. And that doesn't, that's, that doesn't work. So my new book, which I'm really excited about, I've got, I've got one, cha one chapter that I'm just finishing and then it's going to editing. My new book that just kind of flew through me after my experience at Machu Picchu and when I arrived in Turks and Caicos, it just came out like a, like a force of wind in the, in the early morning. And it's been a beautiful journey, actually, because it's it's an it's an accumulation of all of the, the studying and understanding I've created around the ego. It's called the evolution of the ego, the evolution of the ego, and what it is 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 a journey of understanding how the ego comes in, what it is actually doing, what its agenda is, what its hidden agenda is, the inner and outer workings of it, and the fact that it's a an amazing manipulator, manipulator and shapeshifter. It can change and evolve and shift and, and become the language of love itself. There's a whole spiritual ego we, I look at in the book as well. So I look at the actual evolution of the ego and, and what, what it's really doing is keeping us from trusting our intuition. It's holding us back. It's keeping us in our head, in a process in our minds, in that process of fear-based thinking to keep us out of that place of deep knowing, to keep us doubting our intuitive knowing. So becoming intuitive again or remembering our intuitive beingness, the true nature of who we are, we need to unwind the mind. We need to unwind the ego. We need to look at how it's in there and how it's hidden and how it's in the inner and outer workings. And it's, and it's nitty and it's gritty and it's subtle sometimes and it's obvious at other times. But it's about getting in back and behind and underneath it. So it's about unwinding the ego mind. It's unwinding the programming, un unlearning, unprogramming, unschooling. And then it's about clearing, clearing everything that's blocking you from being in alignment with love, everything that's blocking you from trusting and, and 
deeply knowing your intuitive guidance system. So removing all blocks to love, removing all old and clearing all trauma that actually in the past would keep you from actually trusting. All of that needs to be cleared. All of that needs to be released. And that's part of the process to aligning and trusting your intuition again. And then once we clear that channel, once you do all the unwinding and you clear that channel, then your intuitive channel is, is open again. Coming, it's about remembering what you were naturally born doing. So, and it's and it's about the invitation to do it full time, not part time. Not do it when it's convenient or when you're you know not afraid of what the answer is, because that's one thing that blocks intuition really amazingly is when we're afraid of what the answer is. We don't know what the answer will be, but we're afraid of what it'll be. So then we don't ask. We don't ask our heart. We make the decision in our head based on what we think is best or what we think we're willing to do or what we're not afraid to do. But that again, that's limiting us. If we're acting from the place of the mind. We're limited. And the impact we have is actually limited because we're now operating on a perception that's not serving everyone. It's serving our fear. And really, we're meant to be in service to love. So how do you get there? Practice, practice, practice discernment. Start tuning into a yes and no's. There's, there's different intuitive tools out there that you can use. Begin. Begin by stopping and taking a breath and just dropping into your heart space and asking, what, what, what does my heart feel? What do I feel right now? When I tune into this decision, how does it feel in my heart versus what do, you, what do you think in your head? How does it feel? Drop into your heart space. Feel into your, your guts. Feel into your second brain down there. Now, as you do that, it's like practicing and remembering how to ride a bicycle again. It takes practice. It'll take time. And when you have attachment or fear around what the answer will be, you'll be you'll have some blocks and you may not be able to discern on your own. And that's where joining in community is helpful or that's where joining with someone who's intuitive who can actually feel and sense and know some of that intuitive feeling for you so that you can actually feel it and experience it for yourself part of what I do in my work and that's very much what we do in, in our community in the heart-led living community we join on live calls every week there's two calls a week and and this is where you get to come and and ask questions and and help discern and say can you join with me around this I'm feeling this answer but I'm afraid can you help me discern between the guidance and the fear and we're able to do that for each other and what that does is build confidence Confidence in, in you trusting your intuition again. Confidence in you remembering how to use it. And then it's a commitment to start to use it more. So when you tune into your intuition, when you, when you think about you, how you've been using your intuition up until now, when you reflect on that, what level have you been committed to doing it? 
part-time, full-time, half-time, 10% of the time, 1% of the time? What areas of your life are you feeling maybe that it that it works well for you and you're committed? And then what other areas are you maybe avoiding using it because you're afraid? Or you just haven't thought to use it that way? So trusting your intuition is not what you think. It's not what we've been taught. It's a feeling. It's an experience. And the more we have that feeling and that experience, the more we build the confidence and the more we remember how to use it. And the more confident we'll be to use it more often. So heart-led living for me is not a part-time gig. It's full-time. It's every moment of every day. I use it with every decision every decision. I'm in this generally just in a flow now. I used to do these conscious check-ins and sometimes I still check in maybe around food, maybe around what to eat for lunch, that sort of thing. Maybe guidance as to when to go, when to leave somewhere or when to respond to an email, that sort of thing. Sometimes I'll do the conscious check-in, but for the most part now it's just, it's a, it's an easy flow. It's just the divine working through me and I'm just operating at that level of of attunement and if that's if I can get from where I was completely disconnected living totally in my head I hated my body when I was anorexic I was literally like cut off at the neck and in my head if I can get from my head into my heart and trusting my intuition this deeply others can as well and that's what I do I teach others to do that and that's what I'm doing here is is helping you remember and teaching you, teaching you to get out of your head and back into your heart. That's your true nature. That's the way we are naturally born. You're an intuitive being. Be intuitive again. Please, please, the world needs you to be intuitive again. If you feel that you need support, and I've had a lot of support in my life and a lot of coaches and healers that I worked with along the way to get me to this place. And my biggest gift is to actually teach others how to do that as well. And I alluded to the idea that we're actually launching the Intuition Academy. I've been running this program as an intuitive coaching certification for four years, working with light workers and healers and intuitive coaches, bringing them to that level of understandings and clearing all of the stuff so that they can actually be these beautiful pure channels for other people and what I've noticed over the years is a lot of people wanted to take the program the curriculum but didn't want to become a certified intuitive coach so we actually have the options now where you can do a self-study option you can come in and do some mentoring for seven months and receive the curriculum and or you can continue on for the 11 months to do the certification and become an intuitive coach and do the extension work in the world. The program, the intuitive uh, intuition Academy is all, it's an unschooling unique experience that is designed to unwind, clear and align your intuitive channel. It's about removing all blocks. It's about building that confidence, that clarity, that certainty so that you can walk through every day, knowing that you're guided by your intuition. And we tap into and teach that fine level of intu of discernment. It's not as like a like a blanket discernment, let's just discern. It's like a 
like a subtle, intangible, we make it tangible feeling of discernment so that you can really be certain of where your decisions are coming from. So if you're interested in dropping in deeper with me and embarking on this journey, we are launching in January for the Intuition Academy. And I would love for you to join us. And this first year that we're actually doing it in this format with the three options, we're actually limiting it to 20 people, 20 students. Next year will be more students. So this is the, the year, there, there's a discount rate, but also this is the year where we have the intimacy still. Whatever your heart is leading you to do, just know that your heart is meant to be in the driver's seat. Start there. Ask your head to go into the passenger seat, place your heart in the driver's seat, and begin to trust your intuition again. If you need some other support, go back and listen to the episode around the 10 principles that shift consciousness from head to heart. There's 10 principles that I teach, and that's from my book, Heart Led Living, that you can use from that episode and start to integrate right away as well. So there's tools out there, and your heart will lead you to those tools. There's, there's teachers and healers and, and people on your path that are meant to support you. Follow your heart. Your heart will lead you to them. And trust the heart, yes. Trust your heart, yes. And know that it's actually leading you in the direction that you're meant to go. And that's being in service to everyone, including you. So begin there. Begin with the little steps. Begin with saying yes to following your heart. Saying yes to trusting your intuition again. Saying yes to unwinding the mind and letting go of all the programming that's not serving. I love you. I appreciate you. And we will see you next week, Tuesdays at 9 a.m. Pacific for Life by Divine. And I'm honored to be a part of your life. Until then, namaste. You've been listening to Life by Divine with your host, Sue DeMay. Shift your consciousness from head to heart and enliven your soul as you discover how to lead with your heart and live your own life by divine. Join Sue in the growing global heart-led living community at heartledliving.com. That is heartledliving.com.